calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Scam Wow. I'm your host, Caitlin Brodnick. I love you all and I love scams. Guys, I'm so excited about this episode. I have two of my favorite women. They're just so lovely. We laugh the whole time. I'm trying to write a description of this episode for our episode notes and we just, it, it just gather around, get ready to sit and have a conversation with your best friends that goes a million different places. Yes, we will get back to the topics that we start, but I don't know when. I don't know when in the episode we get back to it, but don't worry, we're gonna circle back. They're just the funniest women. It is Chet Siegel and Priya Patel. They have their own podcast called Nibbles and Bits, which is in our episode notes. It's wonderful. They're so smart. They talk about food and life and culture and it's so interesting. They're both comedians. We met um, through our comedy connections and UCB, and I've loved them for years. I've been fans of them for years, and I'm really excited we get to have them on this episode. So enjoy yourself. Happy Jewish New Year if you're celebrating, and I wish you all the best, and I love you all. Okay. So today we're talking about I want to hear about all the scams you guys, you guys, first of all, your podcast is so cool. It's so cool. And I love that you will talk about different foods and then do recipes and then talk about like, it's such a fun topic that have so many different avenues that you can jump in from that I love. I love that about your podcast. So I'm really excited. Oh, We're gonna, I'm linking it. Everyone can listen. And then you guys also have some fun scams you were talking about, which I can't wait. Oh yeah. Food is, a f- food, we love a, f- is a scam. Yeah, food is a it scam. Is. It is. <laughs> Food is a scam. The fact that we buy it, inherently scam. scam. It's a, Yeah, that True. is an issue. Inherent scam. Totally. A grocery store is how traditional grocery stores are set up. Yes. Scam. Total scam. Total oh, yeah. scam. Marketing uh, scam. All of it. Yeah. Wait, did you hear? So I, not to talk about another podcast, but I was listening to um, 
Oh, add to cart podcast. I love um, add to cart. I love add to cart. I don't know how to it's cart. very oh. good, but it makes you want to buy everything. It does. It makes you. That's unfortunate. Yeah, they do make you want to you add want to buy everything. It's to like cart. it's a shopping podcast, Priya. That like they talk about the things that they buy and buy into. So it's really fun, and they talk about usually wow. it's about health and skincare. And so I'm obsessed because I want every sort of skincare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm obsessed with skincare. But Sujin Bach was laughing about how imperfect foods was just another thing that like people will pay for. <laughs> like they just found a way to like market like dumbass food. She goes, I would never buy imperfect foods. Like that's an <laughs> ugly ass watermelon. I don't want that. She's like, but Aww. someone's, and I think it's really funny because I do think it's a good idea, but her perspective was like, don't be duped. But I, I don't know. I think that's fascinating. That- I love this idea of like, don't be duped by purchasing a less than perfect. An ugly tomato. Grown organic tomato. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, I never, like, I never looked at that as a scam. I thought of it as, like, a smart way to, like, have less compost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, the business, the food industry, you know, uses, first of all, the food industry typically uses imperfect food. It's used, like, the weirdo squash is put, is canned and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially once, if you're eating a a, a processed, any any food that's done, and I know that processing is, like, a, it's a big word in food, but mm-hmm. I, but by process, I I literally just mean anything where you're taking from whole ingredient to mm-hmm. a broken to literally yeah. cleaned, cut, diced, whatever. Right. You're that's when you're dealing with the most imperfect foods. Right. Those exactly. that is what they're being used for. They're right. used in cat in like cat food, dog pet food. They're used for like Everything. all kinds of things. Don't even get me started on animal food scams. Oh, start. That is get started. Us. I want to hear everything. Yeah. Keep going. Such a scam. Well, I love this. I I have a dog with a little bit of a sensitive tummy, just like her mother. Mine okay. too. Mine we too. Both, yeah. Oh, is your dog also a Virgo? My uh, dog is also a Virgo. <laughs> well, see, we don't know. I got him on Mother's Day and like whatever. So we decided he's March, but we, we actually don't know his birthday because they definitely lied to us at the shelter. They said he was <laughs> the shelter. Yeah, they said he was nine weeks. And my friend who's been around dogs is like, that was a five-week-old dog, if not younger. And they said he was going to be a beagle mix and he's a pit bull lab mix and he's like over 70 pounds. They said he was going to be a medium dog because everyone in New York City wants a medium dog. Every <laughs> so Another huge scam, dog huge adoption, scam. especially if it's a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Every puppy, if you're if you're adopting a dog and it's a puppy, here, let me just tell you, it's a pit bull. It's yeah, a pit it's bull. bull. <laughs> I, I personally love pit bulls. I have a yes. pit bull same. Was she marketed to me as a pit bull? No. Nay. No, no, no. Nay. She was, nay. <laughs> nay. She was a shepherd. She oh, was yeah. a shepherd uh, mix. And they love to throw the mix in there. Removes yeah. any culpability. Mix means pit bull. Exactly. Mix yeah. means it's a pit bull. It's a yeah. full-blown <laughs> DNA test. That is full-blown <laughs> If you want a purebred pit bull, adopt a dog that says it's a lab mix. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do that <laughs> instead of going fancy. to a pit bull breeder. I mean, don't yeah. believe in breeders. But like, yeah, and how big a dog is going to be. I mean, when I adopted my pup, she was five pounds. Oh. And they told me she was going to be like 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Doublet. Yeah. Doublet. I mean, 40 is not that big, you no. know, but still, you know, that well, is. Well, the thing too, twice the amount of these be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of dogs. Just say they don't know. Yeah. They should just say they don't know. Just be like, I don't know. I have no idea. This is this is a grab bag of a dog, yeah. and you're gonna love it. Right. And, I like the way you look. And like animal <laughs> I guarantee food, it. I guarantee it. They, it's it's crew. You look in the back, and it's like, what are they? What's inside this meat cereal? I'm I'm serving mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. to old pooch yeah. every day, and it's crude animal protein. 
Yeah, that's the that phrase. Means. I don't know what that means. And I'm I don't afraid know what to that know. means. It's crude. Like, that sounds, does it use it for oil? It crude is, is like unprocessed animal pro. Is that I what guess. That is? I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's waste, you know, waste products from, from uh, meat, from meat manufacturing companies, like from meat yeah. process, like they'll just, whatever their waste is, they'll right. put in that. I mean, I, because my dog is such a bullshit tummy, I end, I buy a, a medicated, it's like, you gotta, I call it her French keba kibble because it's from yeah. Quebec and uh, it's for so a specialized cute. diet. But it's so wild that they Ugh. have this weird processed meat food that is in a bag that is somehow hun- like $80. It's just a scam. I know. And then at the same time, it's like you don't cook it. Like it's somehow it's been cooked and it can be dried out. It's just sort of weird. I'm always like, how is this shelf stable? How is this shelf stable? Right. And then I think mm-hmm. about like, what about? Okay, so the, so I'm. <laughs> this is totally, guys. We are all over the place. I am studying Spanish on Duolingo, and there's this great Duolingo. Do du- I call it Duolipa? Mm-hmm. But I'm studying with Duolipa. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Because I'm, yeah, that's all I can do. Um, And there was a story about this dog that lived in Chile for like 25 years because the mom made it chicken every day and fresh like bread from the bakery. just like, and I'm thinking, any living, my dog doesn't have any of that. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is like, no, it's like any other thing. They, well, that's the, there's no regular, like the truly, I think the true kind of kernel of scam. Yeah. Is, Regulate like the lack yes. of regulations within food and the agriculture and the FDA and all that shit. It is wild how many people from like factory farming they go back and forth on the boards of the USDA and then mm-hmm. of the farmers associations of the Tyson chicken of the fucking mm-hmm. whatever. There is no, there's no oversight over that whatsoever, and no one wants right. to touch Checks it and balances. because it's it's like what you want to take the food out of the farmer's fi- you know plate and whatever. Like For sure. it's such a touchy subject that like, mm-hmm. but farmers are getting so fucked already yes. on food, and then like you're supposed to expect people to give a shit about animal food regulations. Like yes, you know, but they don't because we we can't even regulate our own food. Like whether it's like labels like organic. Or uh, certified humane, whatever you have to look or for. Or like, non-GMO. Or non-GMO. Or non-antibiotics. I mean, the, Labeling. S- the scam of how things are labeled also. Yes. Yes. Huge. Yes. Huge. No, go ahead. I, I just think it's so crazy because, like, I'm looking at something, and I've heard this before, that you can look for something that's, like, you know, non-GMO or this or that or, you know, non-antibiotics. But then also for, like, let's say eggs. But then also all the chickens are kept in, like— a handbag, you know, and you're like, they can't mm-hmm. breathe. So it's like the chickens are miserable. No. So it's like, I, I just don't know. There's just not enough information. And I also am in the world where I can't have my own chicken coop, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to take that on. Like, I would love to just be at a place no. where I can trust the grocery store that they can give me the right chicken egg. Well, I know the place. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the food co-op? Oh, she loves the park. The, the park fo- so loves food co-op. The co-op. Is love. that it? I don't know that. I, oh, the Park Slope Food Co-op is in Park Slope and mm-hmm. Brooklyn, and it is an institution, and it's been around. It's like the first food co-op. Oh, okay, okay. Or something. It was crazy since like the seventies or early late sixties or something like that. But um, I was a part of it for three or four years, wow. and I mm-hmm. learned about. Uh, they vet everything that's wow. in that store. The whole store is vetted. It's like 300 a local. So everything is in within 300 miles, except for like papayas and pineapples yeah. and shit. But like a lot of the food is extremely local. Uh, try to be, is it 300? I just said that so confident. You Maybe did. And I was like, that's you know, good. good. And then I was wondering where's, what's 300 miles away? But that's great. 
Yeah, I, I think it's like it's they have like a fifty or three hundred. I forget. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. I don't know, um, but they have a whole section for eggs, and they have yes. a uh, laminated. I say this all the. I think Chet has heard this maybe fifty times. They have this laminated sheet next to the case, and they have all their brands listed that they get eggs from, and then they say like. You know, what do they do with the male chicks? Do they clip the beaks? <gasps> uh, how far away is yes. the processing? Do they lay the, the whatever? Like, do they take the chickens with them or do they, what do they no do? With all, literally every fucking thing you could possibly do to a fucking, to get an egg, they list. And so like, you see, you can make your decision. Like, okay, I'm not going to spend $15 for a fucking dozen of eggs, even though those chickens were like massaged or whatever. Right, and like right. all their beaks. And none mm-hmm. of the yeah. <laughs> male chickens are put in a blender, right. which is and what they do. Right. They destroy Which them. is what they do. And so, um, and so like, okay, fine. I'm not going to maybe do that, but mm-hmm. I will, none of the eggs there are like awful, you know, okay. but like the more reasonably priced carton of eggs might, I don't know, do something, like maybe it's like a further distance that the, the chickens have to drive or right. whatever. Like <laughs> the maybe chickens, there's some. To commute into where they. To commute. It's a long to where they lay their eggs. Yeah. <laughs> really tough. Yeah, no, they have to switch a few trains. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's, it's also a lower annoying. price point. It's a lower price point. It's a lower price point. Or like maybe yeah. they do clip their beaks, but at least you know that's what they do, and yes. so you can make the decision accordingly. And I love that. But like most grocery stores, they you know no that's idea. not the case. I didn't no, even know they that, did no. that. That's terrible. Uh, I, yeah. That is horrifying. I will tell you, though, I did learn because we were talking about, and this probably is, I'm sure cut out of our episode, but before <laughs> when we were before we were recording, we were talking about how TikTok provides us with so much more information. And I found out about a TikTok chicken farmer, and she was telling me that if you go to Trader Joe's, and this is all in a video, and I really love her. I don't know her name, but I'll find it and put it in, the, in oh, our no. notes. If you go to Trader Joe's, they have like fertilized eggs and non-fertilized eggs. And if you take a fertilized eggs and from Trader Joe's, bring it back to like your little chicken warmer and incubate it. A real chicken will come out of that. And she's had a lot of success with it. So you can choose fertilized or non-fertilized. She also said that how people freak out about like, am I eating an egg? Like, is this already a baby chick? It doesn't start to become a baby chick until it's basically warmed and defrosted. So all of the eggs in there that have yolks, even yolks with like little tiny dots in them, that was just like a burst blood vessel or something. She was like, none of these chicks are babies yet. It's only babies until they've been sat on and they can start to like cook and become a baby chick. So I used to freak out about eggs, but I was kind of relieved that she was like, this is basically if you get your egg and it's put in the cold right away, never thawed out, never, mm-hmm. you know, defrosted in a sense of frosted of like as much as you can a chicken egg, then it yeah. never is a baby chicken, which I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Like I, that I have a lot awesome. of guilt, like, oh my God, I'm I'm eating a baby chicken, but it's not actually, it hasn't. And I believe in, you know, abortion. So it's also like, it's not a real, it's not a real fetus until it's a real fetus. And it's like, it hasn't. So what she was showing too, is that if you take an unfertilized chicken egg, when it's cold from Trader Joe's and you put it in your heater, it won't necessarily turn or it won't become a chicken. But the fertilized ones, as soon as you put heat on them, like as if it's a chicken sitting on it and warming it, they turn into the real eggs. Whoa. And what does fertilized mean? Does like a rooster come on it? Like so, what? Yeah, that's what I thought. But I think it has to be that the, there must be boning before. The holy process of a rooster. I don't know. I got to find out. Uh, maybe it's a warmed egg. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm going to Google. Like, how do you, what, what makes a fertilized egg? How do you know? Like, what makes it? That's, okay. I had no yeah. idea. I actually think now, to be honest, they shouldn't be selling fertilized eggs. 
I was thinking, I was like, I didn't know. Why would you want the, I mean, unless you want to grow your own chicken. I don't know why that flips yeah. me out. That you're selling Trader something. Joe's is a wild one for I mean, that. I guess They're it's... like, you like eggs? Yeah. Here, have a dozen chickens. Yeah. Go wild. sit on these eggs. <laughs> From the people who wrap yeah, every vegetable in plastic. In plastic? <laughs> Yeah. Here's an onion okay, wait, this- in a plastic bag. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, this is what it says. When a hen... This is all from Google.com, you guys. Okay. okay. Um, when a hen mates, the rooster's sperm penetrates the egg and the right. blyus, blysto disc, a tiny white spot which carries the chick's DNA becomes fertilized. It's then called a blastoderm. Yeah, you call it a blastoderm, no duh. No, uh, the blastoderm, blastoderm oh my God. is what becomes the chick. And it's incubated by the right temperature and humidity levels. So I guess fertilized chicks have sperm in them. So they do. So if you want sperm eggs or no sperm eggs? Yeah. Do you want spermy eggs or Yeah, no I guess I, I don't. I mean, that's gross. And I don't want to think about that person. I don't know. Everything's gross. I, I want to know what. I want to know what the buyer at Trader Joe's is. What is the buyer thinking? Like, what is that? And is is there any reason that you would... So, can you eat a fertilized egg? Is that, like, a thing? Yeah. Have I eaten a fertilized egg? Or are they just there for people to, like, grow your own chicken farm? I don't think that many people are chicken farming at Trader Joe's. Right? Right? Like, the amount... Okay, wait. So, you must be able to eat fertilized eggs. Okay. Chances are you've never eaten a fertilized eggs. By the greatest.com because nearly all eggs are sold commercially are produced by hens that have not mated. Oh, so maybe the fertilized eggs mean that they like are hens that are like having the great life on the farm and they're like boning. They're and doing. they happen to be fertilized because they're fucking. <laughs> do you like, want crazy. your hens to bone or not to bone? That's yeah. Do you yeah. want your hens to be really relaxed or do you <laughs> want them to be a little high strung? Yeah. <laughs> so, so if unfertilized eggs can't hatch, obviously. Great. Sure. Which is great. We love that. After the rooster has mated with the hen, it will take seven to days to ten days before the egg will be fertile. You can buy form chicks eggs in a grocery stores. Why the fuck would you want to fucking if guys call in to both either of our podcasts if Please you do. Call are into in. fertilized I mean, don't tell me why, but like is that a thing? You know? Tell me why. Actually tell me why. Tell me what, what you're doing with them. Tell like, me are what you, you're doing. And if it's a if if it's a good flavor. If there's something about yeah. that 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 rooster cum that really just, just makes kinda, those eggs fluffier, you know, yeah. like just tell me what it is. Ah, it's so insane. Well, protein, I mean, maybe, 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 but I don't know. This is bizarre. I yeah. love that it's just it comes from a sexually active hen. Right, <laughs> right. They just they love to bone and they're living a good life. Wow. Okay. Well, well, I aspire to that as a sexually inactive hen. Humans are. Humans are a scam. Humans are, Humans are a scam. <laughs> Humans are a scam. We're Humans are a scam. Guys. Humans are a scam. I mean, we're so weird. Like guys. I was saying before, it is bizarre. That's it is insane. just not right that we, there's so much money. There's such an industry behind selling food. Yes. This absolute base necessity, this thing that technically we used to as a civilization, our whole our whole existence right. was was around us gathering and creating and procuring. Now it is us it's another product. It's another commodity. And it also feels arbitrary too. Like my grocery store is we call it like the oversized bodega and I love it so much. It's mm-hmm. run by a Dominican family and they're all my favorite people. But we know that if we want any sort of like 
Dominican product or any sort of like Latin cuisine, it's way cheaper than anything else. And so like, that's where we shop. And because otherwise they just sort of price it at whatever they kind of feel like. There's this like arbitrary thing, like the grocery store prices it at whatever they want. And so, I mean, they have amazing avocados, but I'm like, I can't get if it's something they don't care about, like a gluten-free, like white bread toast, they're just like, who cares? These honkies, they'll, yeah. they'll charge like $15 <laughs> for it. And it's like, it's, I think it's yeah. fascinating too. I mean, I get it. I'm in on the joke. I'm like, okay, fine. Do whatever you want to survive. But also it's fascinating that there's no rhyme or reason that this New York no. City grocery store is like, we don't feel like it. <laughs> grocery stores. So again, Park Slope Food Co-op, we love her. She, yeah, uh, love her. across the board, I think it's 11% markup. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. So like when you're a member, you can shop at this store and you can get some really terrific ingredients, produce, whatever. And it's all across the board, 11% markup. Wow. Cheeses, like the cheese oh, in yeah. general, like whatever, they can be so expensive they because are. of the markup. Yeah. And they don't necessarily have to be, I don't think. So like when you go to a grocery store and they have these sales and all these things, it's like they literally mark up some products like 200, 400%. Right that do not need to cost that much. That is that is across the board, unless you are working at a cooperative sort of space. Wow, wow. Like that's generally how produce and even like like flour and like random yes. shit that's like, is, is like very much a markup. Right. Which is wild because most grocery stores, supermarkets and groceries in general operate traditionally at just a, a it, they're barely, they're, they're not hugely profitable stores mm-hmm. from, from an owner's perspective. Mm-hmm, like, the, mm-hmm. because you're constantly dealing with things that are turning over and, and, and stuff like that, it's just, it's cuckoo bananas. And <laughs> it's wild to me that I, I buy, I have a brand of coffee I love. It's Partners. I love Partners Coffee. I know them. Oh, they're great. They're a Brooklyn roasting company. And there are three or four grocery stores in my neighborhood, depending on where I go, it's $19 a bag or $15 a bag or 13 And this is the same wow. bag. The same block. Yeah. Fucking beans in the same yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And wild. I, wild. That's also like something that we all as a society go like, well, we have to hunt for things. Like it's it's not just like we get to go grocery shopping. It's like, no, we have to Ooh. hunt because we're going to get screwed over. <laughs> like it's a whole yeah. new thing that we know. Yeah. Like there's a tactic to buying just, just to feed ourselves. That's Absolutely. actually, I had never even heard, thought of it from that framework of like, this is our version of hunting. Is now we're hunting for the, now that we have, yeah. so, now that, you know, man is, John Paul Sartre, man is condemned to freedom. So yeah. we have too many John choices. John Paul Sartre, you know, I love the party of Sartre. Man is condemned to freedom. And when you have, when you have this, I mean, it's, it, it now is kind of simulating this hunter, this, this mm-hmm. instinct is now being like s- simulated yes. in this weird way. And like, Learning about, because now I'm starting to do a little bit of food styling, like how I'm cool. supplementing my income is with cool. food jobs. It always has I been food it. jobs. You but um, it. it's wild and it feels so scammy to me when I'm putting makeup on food and dressing <laughs> up and judging food and painting it and propping it yeah. up. And and it's to, to sell this or to style a shoot, let's say like, oh, I was styling a shoot. I was assisting on a shoot where it was someone who was like a, a, a an online persona who's doing a branded deal where it's like here's some things you can make with insert brand mm-hmm. at home with your family. Okay, that's the that's the thing. So what they're trying to sell is stuff that's easy to do with kids. Meanwhile, 
there's like five of us all huddled around making not this easy. thing. <laughs> That's not easy. And they're all perfect. And they all have to be perfect. And they're swapped out. And there's like nine that we're choosing from. And this <gasps> is supposed to be what like you make with your kid. The and then you're watching that. And then you're mm-hmm. watching that at home and you're like, God, I can't recreate this magical moment with my children. No. And they said it was so easy. It was sold to me. It's so easy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, yeah, kids sold. will make sure you can't create that magical moment because they get bored. <laughs> They're like, Mom, there's no yeah. time to like make sure the glitter is perfect. I've got to go throw something or pee or jump on something. Like, <laughs> There's no way. The magical moment thing is just a sham. I hate mommy true. bloggers. I hate them. <laughs> I, I don't like them. I do not. I don't. Mm, no. Everything is turned into QVC. That's the thing that bothers yes. me. Instagram is QVC. Is Instagram, yes. the, like the whole quote, influencer culture, content yeah. creator. I, 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 I know that we haven't, you know, this is the, I don't want to yuck the new generation's form of communication. But yuck it's, whatever you want. Okay, well yeah. then yuck. Yeah. yeah. Come on. We'll yuck <laughs> it. it. disgusting. Yes. It is. And it it's is. also. Influencer culture is crazy. I, I think it's insane. And then it's also this new expectation like it's that if you aren't creating like i'm sure you've seen like on tiktok or instagram like you somebody goes like hey make this nine to five job like supplemental income and everybody's talking about how like you're some kind of an idiot if you're not also sponsored like there's then this feeling of like you better or should have been sponsored for x y and z because then you can really be a real person on the internet like it's so exactly I, it's so frustrating because, like, I, I'd never post on anything, really, mm-hmm, or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll tweet. I don't know. But, like, I it's frustrating because I remember, you know, when I was living in Pittsburgh and I really, you know, I was just kind of, I was like the Tara Reid of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I did not have, hot I didn't have, like, Tara amb- Reid of Pittsburgh? <laughs> Excuse me? That's it was hot. Long. I was a mess. I will read that memoir in a second. <laughs> I am there. Oh, it was a wild time. Oh my God. But like, I really, I was like into different, and we've talked about, it, it was a wild time. And you know what? Some Someday I will write all these crazy stories down, but Pittsburgh crew was a very real thing. Yeah. I will never, they are always my roll dogs. I don't care. Of course. How far away well, I when am you're from Tara them, Reed. but <laughs> when you're Tara Reed, um, but you have to have your dogs. <laughs> another scammy thing. So I, I was uh, raw. So like diets are, I yes. think, a scam, but like, all diets I was, are a scam raw for a little bit, I was mm-hmm. vegan for a while. Oh yeah. A lot of that came from I was very depressed and so yeah. I cut sugar out and then I was like, okay, so let me think about my diet. So it was like kind of, you know, intuitively doing that. But anyway, I was really into food. Yeah. Of and course. um I was always into food, but this was like kind of like where I was really paying attention to things. And I was I started a blog, a food mm. blog. It just because I was like, oh I like these recipes mm-hmm. and I want to like write cool. it wasn't like, you know, so long. That you know, these entries about like my life or anything—it was just like this is an apple vegan apple pie that I yeah made, yeah I love it to work. Well, that's the thing I can't do. I don't like it. Feels like, and I have this conversation with my my partner. It feels like I can't do things like that because then it's like I'm trying to do a thing. Like it because it's already become like, like cookie oh, cutter. Now I'm yeah. It's like oh, you're trying to be a influence. It's it's mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be received as like it's like a character. I'm genuinely just kind of yeah yeah. Yeah, it, it all because like I think Instagram and like this food influencers have really fucked up the game mm-hmm. in terms of food uh, and like your expectations around genuinely enjoying food. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, genuinely enjoying something, just wanting to feed your yourself or yeah. your family or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, Caitlin, you sent this article about the social media influencer who's like a Darius Cooks. Yeah, and I guess like. He, like, steals recipes, which I will say, recipes are not copywritten. 
So you can steal a mm. recipe and that's not really that's like people are mad. You could be mad about it, but like, unfortunately, well, he didn't. Oopsie daisy. Yeah. He didn't only just steal recipes. He also created like a fraud <laughs> company <laughs> that yeah, just claimed choo, choo, choo. to get you out of credit Clarpia. card debt. It was bizarre. But that's what's so to funny. What a, that was so crazy because I'm reading this and I'm reading the article. I'm like, ooh, like a recipe stealing thing. And then I start reading and my husband Alan's looking at my shoulder and he's like, Oh, come on, what? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't know. I need to get into this. Like, this is bonkers, which is just like the funniest thing. It's like, he could have stopped at stealing recipes. Like, that's enough cuckoo I just don't understand how he was, how he was getting people to participate in financial scams as a food person. You know what I mean? Like. It was a totally different company. Okay. It was a fraud. Oh. Well, and then I think he, he had it be the, guys, we were going to put this in our notes too. I'm going to sign in now um he i think he had it be under like somebody's cakes like it's under the name of the cake place oh my god Hold on. i have to sorry i'm gonna open it up right now because i closed my thing yeah I've got I, um... here's here's another tick this reminds me though of a scam that priya and i have been following which is the pink sauce on tiktok are you what familiar with pink sauce on tiktok oh okay. caitlin no. so there was, was an influence <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish it was just germs. It might be, actually, to be it's, fair. I don't know what it is. So there was someone on TikTok. This was around, this was in the summer, earlier in the summer and early in the year, who went viral with her, uh, this condiment she had created called pink sauce. It was a pink sauce. and okay. From her were, vagina? Or like, was it really? Just, she was making it from home. For, it was something real in a kitchen, right? It wasn't just her, like. <laughs> I mean, it was real in a kitchen, but like, it was not through any sort of real food distribution center sort okay. of situation. It okay. was all very... So she was mailing people these... It looked like a ketchup bottle, but it was pink. Ooh. And it says pink. And the sauce itself, the ingredients, you know, the the labels and stuff, had when up. people were ordering it, would have, like, a lot of typos. And it also wouldn't... Like, the number one ingredient was milk, but they're sending... Ew. She was mailing these... Um, mailing these pink sauces, like, not in any sort of cooler... You know, like, Ew. just... Ew. Rancid. It was, nasty. It was rancid. And they'd be getting it like different cut. Co- like people would get different colored pink sauce. Different be, like, consistencies. Oh, yeah. Baby. This is the thing. Pink sauce. It's and then looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and so people were posting about it after they they'd bought it. And also she was sending it in not in a box. She was mailing it out in those mail bags. So like <laughs> sauces were it just pink like explosion. Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pepto Bismol explosion. And she also, when she was marketing it, she wasn't really being clear about what it tasted like. Just like, this is pink sauce. Pink sauce is cool. And everyone was like, yeah. I mean, you're talking to a person who <laughs> buys things just because they're pink. Yeah, I love yeah, I, this is I true. love pink. Things. I love pink. Love pink. But then Famously. people were getting it and they're like, this is weird. It smells bad. We don't know. And and people were saying, I guess it kind of tastes like ranch a little bit. But now she had food. This girl had food poisoning. Oh, yeah. 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 That'll happen when you ship milk in a bag to somebody from Florida. Florida. (laughs) Order. And she's, of course, based in Florida, based in Florida. Just, you know. But here's the really ups. Here's where things get really upsetting. Mm -hmm. I was, Priya and I were like, what happened to Pink Sauce Lady? Because we were catching up yesterday trying to think, like, what are we going to talk about today on on Scamwell? And, I just did a little goog because I wanted to figure out what, what what's up with pink sauce. Pink sauce now has legitimate distribution. <gasps> no repercussions. No repercussions no. for that. Not no only nothing. that. That we know of. Yeah. Right? No. Like, 
they got a deal and they're like what they're making there was a what money is now. A write up in Bon Appetit. It's Ew. I guess it's they like got a write up in Bon Appetit. It's like a yeah. That's the article I sent you that was like <gasps> updating me was from Bon Appetit. Come on, guys. Yeah. It's TikTok putting food coloring in it. What makes it pink? There are like legitimate. There are legitimate chefs and uh, home cooks or whatever, like people who are starting out in the industry who cannot get that kind of a deal, who are giving like actual products made from actual food. Working so hard. In cottage kitchens or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then this person, I feel like TikTok, TikTok's a scam. TikTok can change your life. Yeah. It really can. It can change your life. Can change. You could, you could. Wait, do you guys hear the saxophone playing right now? I do. I was just curious. Like, who's playing? This is my favorite part about my apartment. Yes. No. So my neighbor downstairs is a professional saxophone player, saxophonist, and he's in multiple bands and he teaches. And he has always said to me, like, if it's ever too loud, tell us and I'll stop. And Alan and I are like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is the way our we like lower our blood pressure. This is the way we feel like we're New York City, like connected. And also mm-hmm. I'm doing like a podcast about scams. I'm like not going to say he can't like earn money teaching lessons <laughs> with like beautiful classical saxophone. I'm like, we're, it's fine, buddy. It's fine. <laughs> so we've had this like in a couple episodes. Listeners know that like the the saxophone might just start playing and it's like a fun uh, background I music. That. I love him. I love and it. they're so nice. Like we, they have a, they have a kid and obviously we have like the loudest child in the world. And so Lewis is like, (laughs) one day guys, I fell out of my own bed. Like as an adult woman last week, this is maybe it was the week of my birthday. Things weren't going well. Um, I just rolled over (sighs) and fell out of my bed, like a full adult flat down on my bed. And I texted them like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, we heard nothing. (laughs) They're the most chill, kind people. And so, you know, we just let their sex. I love that. I used to live, um, the person who who lives in the apartment next to mine, um, but they moved out. So at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, they, uh, I was living next to a concert pianist. (gasps) Oh, I love that. That's exquisite. It's like living in Nordstrom. And she, (laughs) and she would just play and I would hear it through the wall. And I, this was like, you know, I was just indoors all the time. And I felt so bad that like, I'm living next to a classical musician. I'm hearing beautiful music. She lives next to a comedian who is screaming and playing housewives <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. And oh, I have to tape, no. I tape notices on my door every time I have to do a self-tape where I scream. Cause that's like where I guess I'm at with breakdowns where they often just oh, want me to scream. And I so I have to put notes on my door. Like I apologize for the blood curdling scream that's going to come I out of my this. fucking oh. house. Well, that's really nice of you to do that. That's really nice. I don't I'm do that. I'm encouraged by I'm a sweetheart. both of you, you saying that, I guess there's a, th- here's the thing. I stopped playing my violin and mm. I feel like if I were to play, it would not evoke the kind words that you I think it will, Priya. It I think will. It will. It will. It's not Priya, it will. You have to be good in order to, like, people like it when people No, are, I'm charmed when it's bad. I'm actually, I've heard occasionally, I mean, she was very good. She very rarely ever me- messed up. I want to be very clear. But yeah. occasionally when I would hear her, like, do a passage yeah. over again, I would be on the other side of that while rooting for her. <laughs> I was also she going was through on. stuff. I was going through We're stuff. We're all going through it. I was cheering for her. Just like, <laughs> you got it. You got <laughs> it. Up against the wall. Like, you got it, baby. You can do it. <laughs> Just stretch. You can make it. One more time. One more time. And no one, no one knows but me. 
No one knows about yes. us. No one knows about me. It's just you and our, it's our little secret. It's our little, you got uh, it. Priya, you should. Also, I will say, and like, again, this is, we have been aging ourselves this entire episode because we're talking about like Gen Z and TikTok, but like no one, there's no classical music anywhere now. Like there's no. no, you really don't see it or hear it. And so when it happens, it's so exciting. It's like, oh my God, it's this like beautiful this beautiful sound. It's so, I love that like my son is hearing it and like yeah. it happens for us, Priya, yeah. at 5 p.m. right when Alan and I are about to like shit hits the fan where I'm like, yeah, like over it. it. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're over each other. We're over the baby. And it's like, we call it our yeah. cocktail hour because we all like take a deep breath and we relax. <laughs> and I think you'll, you'll do that for someone. And now Lewis knows what a saxophone is. Like he's curious about it. Like yeah. if anybody oh. listens to you, they'll be like, "Oh wow, what's a violin? Why have uh, I ever heard why it?" Why does it sound like a cat? Like a no, cat, like you know, in heat. If you could play, <laughs> anything, as long as it's not an oboe, you are fine. fine. You know what as I mean? As long as it's not the, the, oh, my I sister, love the oboe shade. My sister was learn. Lear- my sister played the clarinet and the oboe growing up. Oh, and let yeah, me tell yeah. you, there is nothing worse than a, a wind instrument that is being yeah. learned by a child. That's oh true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarinet did, is a beautiful instrument, but when they're when you're like nah. like that is Oof. hard. That is like no. Hard. I I did clarinet, and then you had to practice, and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and you have to suck <laughs> on that reed, that disgusting saliva soaked piece of wood, and kids t- preteens already smell like dried spit as it is. I mean, it's gross. True. It's a wild thing you do with your mouth in order to play. It's the a wild thing. But Priya, you Ooh. should you should be playing. you should play the violin. You should. Okay. You absolutely should. I, didn't even, I, I didn't even know. You're one of my best friends, and I didn't even know I you played know. the violin. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I used to put it on my acting resume, and then I got called in for a part where they were like, you need to play the violin. I was like, uh-huh. I was like supposed to be like some sexy violinist or something, and that audition was bad. And so then I just kind of like put the violin. <laughs> but you know what is this? One, scam? I'm not a sexy oh, type. That's Two, really hard. I, that's really hard. They were like, play something. Play something. And I just like something. played like, G over and over again. Like, it was just like a not good. No, Priya, that happens provide. so much. If I have a bad audition or like any sort of bad live experience in that situation, I'm like, okay, now I'm done forever. <laughs> like it, well, it really it. can that like shock you. Yes. Yeah, and that's a wrap on that forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That door's closed We're now. Wrapped. Yeah. That's why I stopped doing stand up. Yeah. A comedian came up after me and made fun of the joke I made, and I was like. I can't do this. I can't, I can't like be afraid that the audience is going to make fun of me. And then the comedian makes fun of me. And I was like, I just don't, I don't have the balls for this. I don't want to, I don't want the it's, balls. For this. It is a cruel, it is cruel. cruel it's just like cruel. It. It's absolutely yeah. We cruel. just torture ourselves. We honestly. do. Yeah. We love it. We live to torture. And I know that we keep aging. <laughs> I, I know we keep acting and we're not that old. We're not y'all. old. We're not old. However, I will say <laughs> I used to hate jazz. I was like, why would anyone like like jazz? Why would anyone like this chaotic bullshit elevator music? Mm -hmm. Now, I love it. Love it. I love it. It It calms you down. It calms you down. I agree. It calms me down. And sometimes my partner plays it it for dinner and my kid loves it. So we like, you know, when we're having dinner or whatever, he always plays music because that's what his mom did. That's so healthy. We watch it's TV. So we put our we, we put <laughs> well, the TV on and sit in front season. of the TV. That's how <laughs> we I was raised. Some basketball. My parents used to make me take. I know this sounds abusive, but my parents used to be like, "Take off your clothes because I'm a spiller." Oh, we all we, spilled. Me and my sister, so we would just be down in our underwear in front of a television eating food. He comes in the house and just takes off his clothes because he's like, "I'd rather be naked." And I'm like, "Well, here, this is a place to do it." Right. Honestly, that's very clean of him because outside's very dirty. Outside yeah. clothes yeah. are very dirty. He takes them off right away. Very dirty immediately. Um, that's so funny. We do watch basketball during when the season is going sometimes but 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 the jazz like 
our kid loves it. She's two years old. And I'm like, I feel like it makes total sense to a two-year-old. Yes. Um, the complete, like, sort yeah. of, like, I can follow 15 seconds and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Two-year-olds talking for them is playing jazz. <laughs> yeah. They're doing <laughs> jazz all day. They're doing jazz, jazz on all of it. On anything. On everything. Any concept, on everything. Every concept. Uh, every concept jazz they're doing jazz on. They it's read a, a book riff. like jazz. They just look at a couple pages and flip it and go to the next one. Like, yes. everything is jazz. It starts technical, and then it's like, yeah, that's so true. And that's babies. And that's baby. That's a woman who plays no instruments and has no kids. But you don't need to. You don't need to have that to really cut down to the essence. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Another scam I was thinking of um, that Priya and I had talked about that the internet reminded me of mm-hmm. was the Special K diet. <gasps> oh, my God. What? Was it Do you remember the Special just... K diet? Oh, yes. my God. It was like if you had a toddler in the er, like late 90s, early 2000s, you ate Special K. <laughs> so Special K is that like cereal. cereal. It's like cornflakes with like a dried <laughs> strawberry. Like yes, some dried yes. strawberry mm-hmm. flakes in there. Yes. And yeah. um, the Special K diet was... Hey, it's so easy to lose weight. You just replace two of your meals with a bowl of Special K a day. Yeah. And, and you that lose was the Special weight? K diet. So it was just mm-hmm. a, just eating one food. It was just eating specifically their food, which their again, food, yeah. marketing genius. I know. It was, I was, it was a genius It's a genius You're marketing like, idea. What, what is the demographic? Ah, uh, yes. Women who... Already um, got this for their are, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Already got this for their... Women who want to eat sensibly and lose weight. Ugh. And then they... They're like, hey, r- don't eat for a long time. Mm-hmm. Devoid of nutrition. Eat our shit. Devoid That's, of nutrition, fiber. Uh, it's so true. Anything. And I was actually just talking about this with my husband today because I have like a, well, obviously I was talking about it with my husband because he's the only person in the house that I can talk to about this because my two-year-old, <laughs> th- my four-year-old doesn't understand it. Um, yeah, he's just going to play jazz on. <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's dancing just around in his underwear. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like to be a woman. Um, so I, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Years and years of diet culture that had convinced me that I am screwed up unless I have sort of like a checks and balances. And I was in a weight loss program. And it was kind of this thing of like, you have somebody that you connect to and reach out to and you turn over your food to them and you like say all this stuff. And it made me feel like, 
And I had this feeling going into it that like, I can't do it on my own. Like I'm going to need another person, another like big brother, another like figure to make sure that I don't eat crazy. Well, I quit all of that because I realized I was just like, did not want to do it. And I was like texting this person and I just like didn't care. And then I would feel guilty like when I was texting her. And I've Mm. never felt better just being like, sometimes I like to eat. And sometimes I like, like, like I'm the unlearning of diet culture is so fucked up. And it's, it's made me have this circle. This it's made me have this concept that like I was unsafe if I was eating on my own without like a diet or plan in place. And it was also why I didn't realize I had a gluten allergy for years because I also thought with diet culture, I was just trying to be trendy. And I was like, I don't like, I thought it was sort of like one of those things. Like I'm just trying to be cool and maybe I just want to lose weight. And I did always, (laughs) I always just want to lose 10 pounds. But like, was that just me? Like I couldn't, so much of like not is of that is being built on that you can't trust yourself to just eat normally. Yeah, Which is insane. You don't trust your your body's intuition. And even like- what we were we were raised on the the fat free you know yeah. we were that generation of like here's how you can have a here's the reduced calories so you cuz cuz we know you can't trust yourself and you you're going to eat a whole yes. bag of this so this is going to be yes. 100 calorie bag trips that you shit your yes. pants in yeah oh my god the what <laughs> yeah. remember alestra oh, i remember alestra they had those p- chips. They were like, this is so good for you. You're going to lose weight eating these chips. And it's because it was like a straight up diuretic where you like yes. shat your pants. And people were like, were like so oil- I have never it. heard of these. <laughs> you have to look them up. <laughs> Chet, Alistair was, was so wild. big. And it was it like. Was so huge. Probably before, right before like veganism almost. Like, right? Yeah. Right in that. It was like in the mid 90s. Yeah. Late 90s. Like right, right before that became like the oh diet. Oh my God. And it was like, you could eat a fuck ton of chips. What were those? It's a fat substitute. Yes. It's a fat substitute that makes you that shit your pants. Is like bad for your colon. <laughs> it's like very, very wow. It also it says that it also, according to Time Magazine, it um it also negated the body's ability to absorb essential nutrients. Oh yeah, it's bad. It was oh, like yeah. so bad for you. It's you like that snack. It was like the snack wells generation. Yeah. Ugh. Right after that, aspartame. Yeah. Everything fake, <clears throat> fake, aspartame. fake. Yes. Can't believe it's not food. Yes. <laughs> And that's what's so crazy is that like, not only, so here we are hunting and gathering for our own food. We can't find a price that's right. Then we're made to believe that like we, our natural instincts were such hedons that like we just want to eat everything and insane. And when like, uh, I I don't think any of that is true. (laughs) I really don't think any of that is true. But I was brought up to know. Yeah. I think, I think getting, I think so much of like food culture as like a community is so important and i think that's mm-hmm. what grounds historically grounded people into like yeah eating things it's like yeah. this is what you eat and this is how you eat like i grew up eating very much a gujarati diet like mm. every day i had the same type mm. of two course meal mm-hmm. of like roti shak darbat like just rice lentils vegetables rotis and like I, now that i'm I don't have that. I don't do that. I don't do that for my family because it's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot to do, make work. all that shit. It's a, a lot of dishes. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of work. Of it's a lot of dishes. It's a lot of dishes every day. A lot of dishes to make too. It's just. It's really, it's like kind of a long process. Yeah. And so I, I make other things, but it, it is hard when you have like, you're supposed to take it upon yourself and you think, and then you see like all these people making all kinds of stuff and you're like, well, I guess I should be making that. When really like, Rice, vegetables, if you eat meat, then a little, you know, bit of meat or whatever mm-hmm. is like a perfectly good, simple thing to eat. Yes. I think the scam of like 
oh, uh, there's this recipe and I feel like that's what I have to make and all this stuff. And then you're like, oh shit, well, I want to, there's cheese. Maybe I'll get the low fat cheese. And then you start like spire. I don't know. That's how I felt was like, I start spiraling. And then it's like, fuck, I can just make, when I, I had the revelation of just making rice and like tofu and vegetables Mm -hmm. and that was it. Yes. I was like, oh, that's a, I could just make that. And it takes me half an hour. Yes. And it's healthy. Speaking of half an hour, here's another scam. The phrase 30-minute meals. Oh, that's a scam. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's never bullshit. been prep time. That's not an real. hour. As, that's a, not real. as a food stylist? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no way. Unless you open a can of tomato sauce and put it in a thing and then walk away yeah. for 30 minutes. Who's 30 yeah. minutes? Who's 30 minutes? Yeah. Who's 30? Yeah. Who's 30? What are you talking about? From start to finish, maybe if you're a professional chef and you've done all of the prep work, it's 30 minutes. Yeah. Bullshit and a half. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit Bullshit. and a half. Everything, even the simple, and I'm someone who cooks a lot, who's cooks, who's trying, I'm trying to do more professional cooking. And it still, it takes me pretty much always an hour to cook everything. Anything will, anything will take an hour. Base, base an hour. Yeah. Yes. Base. Even if it's, even if you prep. I mean, like, I want to make beans. Beans take three hours to make if you want to, yeah. uh, the minimum. Like, you soak them for an hour and then everything, like, prepping things, if you want to eat well, yes. eating well, I'll say this, the scam of being, like, like wanting to eat well, but you can't because of the capitalist society that we live in. Yeah. You're unable to have that time to make the food for yourself and your family, whoever you're cooking for. And then you're like, okay, I have to find these shortcuts mm-hmm. and the shortcuts available to you are overpriced overprocessed. Yeah. You know, you're Go unable to get certain ingredients because you live in a food desert, whatever it is. Yeah. You're, that's the scam. Yes. I think that's yes. the big scam. But that they put it on the consumer. I think that's what yes. we're, it's driving us all crazy yeah. right now is that like, and that sort of circles back to like the mommy blogs and stuff that they're like, mm-hmm. hey, look, the average woman can do this and look how well I'm doing it with 15 other people styling it behind me and somebody taking care of my kids right now and mm-hmm. this extra income I have flowing in. Like there's yeah, and my husband works at Google. Every yeah. they all, you know, it's, it's <laughs> so easy. Like I just, I just, my husband yeah. works. At, I mean, and yes, yeah. Seth works at Google, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. We have a we have a couple like you know accounts in our name and like far off islands, and we're super rich. Yeah, we yeah. have an over. We haven't. We have a night nurse, uh, but like also uh, that it was like it was a push present from my <laughs> the night my mother in law. The night nurse present. was a push present from my mother in law. But <laughs> when I learned about a push present, I my. My brain fell out my yeah, ass. I had child. no idea. Yeah. Like it. So anyway, I don't like that phrase at all. But as soon as I heard "push present," maybe this is just something wrong with me. My brain was like, "That makes sense." I well, I want <laughs> gifts. You know what? If you want one, go for it. I want gifts. It should be bigger. It should be big. It shouldn't be push present. It should be push payment. Year. It should be push payment. Something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's. I don't want a tennis bracelet. I want <laughs> no. a year off. Yes. But I mean, here's the, so yeah, I think, well, for me, it was like the push present was like afterwards, I was like, I have need help with everything. Like, I was also like, this is like, now you're in servitude, my lovely husband, because like, I, this baby came out of my body, not yours. So you're in charge uh, yeah. of waking up and feeding and everything. Cause I was like, that was like, he was and in C section. I mean, yeah, forget it. Forget it. Forget but it. You know what? Abdominal surgery. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy, guys. It's so crazy how. I will say one thing for like any woman listening, because I have a bunch of friends that I'll talk to before they have the baby or when they're like, you know, 
eight months pregnant. They're so nervous about like, is the hospital going to trick me? There's like that Ricky Lake movie came out that like fucked up everybody and got everyone so scared. Mm -hmm. Like the business of being born and everyone's afraid that like they're going to make money off of you. I will tell you in my experience, genuinely, (laughs) doctors just want the baby to be healthy. Like they just want the baby to be alive. And I think there's like a lot of fear going into it that like C-section is like forced upon you. But I have had great friends of mine who've been in labor for like 36 hours and the doctor's like, can we please do cesarean because the baby's like not getting the nutrients or fluid. Like there's, there's a point where like, I don't think, I think cesareans sadly are common because we don't have enough information about women's bodies, but I don't think that That they're common because doctors are monsters. Most aren't. And so it's like, there's, I always have these friends that have this fear going to give birth because no, we can't trust anything as women and we're skeptical of everything. But I don't think that like a cesarean is a solution that is like a cash cow for the doctors that they're all sitting there going like, I can't wait to just cut it open. Like it's usually because the kid needs something, you know? Yeah. I agree with you on that for sure. I did a birthing center. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did that because I've had bad experiences in hospitals just because my body, like with the medical, like grade stuff, like I woke up during surgery. Oh my God. They needed help. (laughs) They like, (laughs) I was getting surgery. I was totally knocked out Mm. under my arm. There was like this lump and, um, and they weren't sure if it was like precancerous Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I, uh, I woke up and they were blaring Lady Gaga in the OR and I was like, this is a fucking party. And like, I was like, do you need help? You guys rule. Like, I was having so much fun, and they just, like, cranked up. Yeah. It was literally bad romance. I remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. So, like, I had, like, I had, when I got my wisdom teeth out, like, I there was, like, a nerve damage and yeah. shit like that. I couldn't feel my face for a while. It's just, like, little things. And so I was like, let me just. Sure. I, and there is a lot of I had a lot of anxiety about having a kid. Yes. I think they're amazing. It's, like, but it's great. Yeah, and birthing centers are great. Amazing. But like I did, and I did some research and yes, like some hospitals, I think there are um, protocols that are put into place right. to ensure their end too. Yeah. And like, you know, I, you're right. Like people don't listen to women. And I think that is the, I think that is the underpinning of like these anti-vax moms. Right. And these like, you know, whatever. Cause like, I'm a little in that new agey mm-hmm. crystal vibe, but sure. like, I think people, if mo- like these mommy blogs and people like half they don't they're not listened to right. often. Right. People women are not listened to in a medical. And so sense. unfortunately, they are making us listen to them. Them, and that's really bad. But and like I agree, I don't think know what's up. I haven't met like a doctor that's like no, that's not true. I think uh, there are some doctors who obviously don't listen to women, but right. I think that ultimately, like an OBGYN wants to have a baby that's healthy and born, and I think that like a C-section section is a perfectly fine i i was in my delivery was like long mm-hmm. i was in transition for like seven hours it was wow. like w- it was or four hours it was way longer than 30 minutes when you're supposed to just be in there I for 30 minutes I can't and so i was like yeah get me to the hospital and get this baby out and i was willing to get a season and of course she was born like 15 minutes after i said that oh, but um i think another thing is that's a scam is that we we try to think that there is a hard and fast rule of like this Ex- is the one way Everybody, we are beautiful little fucked up snowflake yeah. meat sacks, and they're all yeah. different, and that there is no universal standard way. Yeah, yeah, and that it is, and because we don't listen to the patient or the woman or whatever, and even more yeah. so a woman of color, even more so in a gynecological oh, yeah. or obstetrical mm-hmm. setting, a non-female identifying person, mm-hmm. birthing person, mm-hmm. is listened to even less. But it's just, it's just such cuckoo, goddamn. 
bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sex mm-hmm. scams. It They're is. Scammy. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And I, I think like with that though, like that's not to say that anybody who's been treated poorly should feel that like uh, you should feel as enraged as possible. But also I think that to not, to trust your instincts. So if you think something's off or if you think like, well, maybe yeah. the cesarean is a good idea. You're not yeah. just being pushed through because of the system. Like if you, I I was like, I think we need to get this baby out for Lewis. So yeah. there's the thing too yeah. with all that too, that you like second guess yourself as a patient yes. because we're being told we're too yeah. emotional or we're being told yeah. the hospital just wants to make money and have a surgery. Yeah. But if you yeah. genuinely are like, no, this needs to happen. Like I'd love for this to happen. Yeah. yeah. As somebody who uh, delivered at a birthing center I had a great experience. I loved the care that I received mm. from the midwives and the nurse midwives. I would never be like you have like you're a dumbass. To go to a hospital. No. Like there are people who feel that way, and I and I and that's unfortunate because like you do you have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do not like do your research because now do your research is like means like you're queuing on right right right. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. But like oh you know, God, be, they pay took attention and be mindful. Do your Due diligence. They can't take due diligence. Di- they definitely they didn't can't take, take diligence because they are they are not even they don't claim to be diligent. No, no. due diligence. No, yes. yes. your due diligence. Yeah, and um, I think like and like have conversation, like talk to. And all birth is natural. Any birth, is, all natural. birth is natural. There's this big yes. exactly. push. There's this, I think C-sections <clears throat> get a bad rap among our generation of like this is you got if your body can do it. My body is doing it. Oh yeah, my it's body doing is doing it. Yeah, my body's freaking out saying, get the baby out of me another way. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> my body's exactly. like going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Historically, we've lost so many babies because we because, have the yes. technology yeah. and we yes. have the thing. Let's just like not do that. Let's not go back to that. Yeah. Na- people are like natural births. We've been doing it forever. It's like, do you? And women have and been then, dying like, what forever. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> yeah. And just, you have 15 <laughs> kids because two are going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, guys. That women's lives weren't thriving when it came to no. that department. No. no. Medieval medical <laughs> no. wellness culture Isn't during the yeah. plague. Wasn't was great. Yeah. Women were signed over like deeds to property. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it's insane. <sighs> it's insane. And I think that comes back to like with the food scams and stuff that you do, it's exhausting, but there's so much that you have to research, look out for, read, join a co-op. Like there's mm-hmm. so much work that is inherently frustrating and i think that just that frustration is allowed like we should say like yeah you should be pissed off this does suck like yeah this does suck that you have to take it on your own to make sure that your food for your dog hasn't like ground up like you know porcupines know. in it or something like, like you have it. to make sure <laughs> yeah you have to you do have all to this make work sure. you have to do it yeah and it's because all they deregulated us. everything yes. and they don't fucking care yes but also mm. we can do it but also we can do it i'm also just like i know badass women and people and I know we can do it it's just sucks yeah. and let's, let's complain yeah. about it <laughs> yeah but, and it's just yeah that, that in general that food like house you know like shelter is a necessity it is a yeah. thing that we need to live it is the the housing is and and food are health care right it's they're like it's and the fact that the now they are healthcare. both industries right. and Everything is being sold and you need to get, quote unquote, the best. And also this um, this obsession with organic and or sen- an obsession with unprocessed or this like fear of, quote, chemicals and that mm-hmm. everything is a, when literally everything is a chemical, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just this lack of information and fear. And it's just it's so 
it's so fucked up at the same time. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. At the same time, well, we I have a podcast talking, talking about, about all of it. At I the love same time, about it. I love it. I love to I see these. I I love that I I I can spend twenty minutes in front of the freezer section. A because I don't have anywhere or one to be with, and, and that's a B good because. There's so many options I get to, like, look at and, like, oh, which one is the best? Mm. Do I want daring foods? Do I want an impossible burger? Do I want a Beyond Meat? It's just, like, all of these. I can be anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I like, can be anything. there's so much choice. There's so much shiny. It's, so like, in choice. a a friend of mine recently, we went to the um, farmer's market this weekend, last weekend, and afterwards, we were sunburnt. We'd spent a small fortune. Our bags were full. And she said to me, farmer's markets are adult theme parks, amusement parks. I feel like <gasps> I just went so to funny. Disneyland because we've been in the sun. We're dehydrated. We're, so we spent true. too much money. We're coming yeah. back oh with like, instead of a big bear, I'm coming back with <laughs> just like all this eucalyptus I decided I need. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I knew it. Yeah. Something that needs water immediately that you have not put it in. Yeah. The only thing you can't eat at yes. a farmer's market you need to buy. All of it. All the eucalyptus. All of it. Yeah. Oh my God. I was, that's so funny. That is so funny, you guys. Yeah. Well, it's so true. I love. But um, oh, this was so fun. And I just love. I love you guys. This was fun. And I love your podcast. Love you it's so fun. I love scams. Uh, I love scams. Great. Everything come is a scam. Every week, God's work. guys. We come love every it. day. I love God's it. God's oh. work. I love and it. You're doing God's work. work. Thank God. Amazing. Come every day. It's been a little lonely. So I'm like, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new. I, people, adults now get podcasts to talk to people. Yes. To have conversations. To hang out with their friends. Yes, to have un- it's to have uninterrupted time to talk. I love literally this. will. We would love to come on anytime, anytime, and you are for welcome real. on ours anytime, anytime. No, she speaks for me. I prefer when she does. <laughs> no, no, same. She no. sticks her ass up, her hand up my ass, and puff and puff at me, baby. I stick my ass up. <laughs> she sticks her ass up and says, "I'm Chet." <laughs> yeah, she makes her butt talk. Like I see yeah, her. Yeah, it really works. This is for my us Chet though. impression. It's like really it good. Her butt does a good one. It's really good. My butt does a great Chet impression. <laughs> I'm so glad. I want that. Oh, what a delight. Thank you so much for having us. I love so you so much. I love you guys Thank so much. You. I want to chat all the time. Now that we, I'm going to start a text thread, okay? Yes. Because uh, I want to know how you're doing. And um, and I want to talk yes. about acting stuff. Oh, yeah. That's pretty, it's going to be crickets on my well, end. <laughs> but that's great. I mean, this is all, no. It's not true. You also have just had a, a film at like Nighthawk recently. You did. But I, that was filmed in 2019. Doesn't matter, baby. That's Hollywood, baby. That's the release schedule. And it just matters now. You better post, 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 post that shit. Oh, yeah. You better post like crazy. Oh, shoot. Okay, my husband's like, we are leaving now. I have to go get I my love time. you. Okay. I love you guys. And Thank you so much. This Thank you. So- Thank you.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.